The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Coming soon to wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. I'm Ann Lee for The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Wednesday, December 27th. James is on vacation this week, but in the meantime, I'll be here every morning with the day's top three headlines. Number one, the Justice Department's inspector general says the department has systemic problems in how it handles sexual harassment complaints and that the issue requires, quote, high level action. The inspector general said justice supervisors have mishandled complaints and perpetrators received little discipline. Some were even rewarded with bonuses or performance awards. The number of allegations of sexual misconduct at the department has been increasing over the past five years. Complaints have involved senior Justice Department officials across the country. The cases examined by the inspector general's office include a U.S. attorney who had a sexual relationship with a subordinate and sent harassing texts and emails when it ended. The cases also include a chief deputy U.S. marshal who had sex with approximately nine women on multiple occasions in his U.S. Marshal Service office. That's according to investigative reports obtained by The Washington Post under a Freedom of Information Act request. Deputy Attorney General Rod Rosenstein says he would consider whether additional guidance to justice employees was required to ensure all misconduct allegations are handled appropriately. A department spokesman says a working group will provide recommendations. Number two, the digital currency Bitcoin has become an asset for far-right extremists, according to far-right leaders and experts on extremist movements. The prominent alt-right figure Richard Spencer once declared Bitcoin the, quote, currency of the alt-right. The extremists see Bitcoin as a way to operate beyond the reach of government control and the shifting policies of U.S. tech companies, several of which have banned alt-right groups from using their services. And the adoption of Bitcoin gained new urgency for those groups after the bloody Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville. In the months since Charlottesville, Bitcoin has quadrupled in value. The currency began trading on several mainstream financial markets this month, pushing the price even higher. Extremists who invested in Bitcoin are reaping the rewards. Experts say the proceeds could be used to communicate the far right's political messages, organize events, and even keep websites online after they've been banned from mainstream hosting services. Number three, the Trump administration claimed credit this week for cuts to the U.N. budget. Ambassador Nikki Haley called the cuts historic and promised that more were to come. The cuts demonstrate the U.S.'s new approach to the United Nations. The Trump administration has been highly critical of spending at the peacekeeping organization. When Haley first became ambassador, she said the United States would be looking for ways to make the organization more efficient. She said the United States could cut contributions to causes and agencies it considers hostile to U.S. interests, including those that have leveled a disproportionate share of criticism on Israel. But experts also note that the U.S. is far from the only country interested in streamlining the U.N. budget. In fact, the U.N. Secretary General has vowed to bring reform to the bureaucracy. A U.S. official said that U.S. pressure helped bring about the cuts to peacekeeping missions in Darfur and Haiti, which freed up money to create a new special envoy to aid the Rohingya people in Burma, among other initiatives. And that's The Daily 202 for Wednesday, December 27th. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Ann Lee, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.